Uh, turn with me to Psalm 46. We'll be um, walking, walking through this. And um, it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to end to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. So we don't know a lot of background um, of this psalm. Uh, we're, it, I mean, obviously we're we're either just recently come out of battle or um, possibly fixing to go into battle, or it's um, it, it seems like it's close. It doesn't seem. Historical, it seems a fairly present thing, uh, especially when it says, you know, uh, we will not be afraid. So it seems like it's possible that they're going to war. Uh, and of course, one, uh, as usual, that Israel can't win uh, on their own. So this kind of the setting of this. Um, and uh, this is the uh, inspiration of Martin Luther's uh, a mighty fortress is our God. Uh, in 1527, uh, the bubonic plague was uh, going uh, rampant uh, through Europe. And uh, Martin Luther had a um, decision to make uh, to, to flee the city of Wittenberg or to stay and continue to preach and to uh, minister to people. So he turns uh, his house into a hospital and uh, his son almost dies. And uh, during this time period, um, that's, he writes this great hymn. Uh, and um, one of the verses, this first verse says, um, To the mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing, our helper he amid the flood 
of mortal ills prevailing. For this our ancient foe doth seek uh, to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal. So this is uh, a psalm that has several people have held on to. And of course we know uh, Martin Luther's life and uh, the work that he did for the Lord and how, how much the Lord used him. But of course, when you're being used to, to that magnitude, then you're going to have a lot of um, downtime, a lot of uh, you know, fear, and a lot of trouble is going to definitely come your way. And so this is a psalm that, um, that he held on to. And uh, it's, you know, it's, it's hard for us to understand when, we, when things are going pretty good that we're not struggling that much. We're definitely not, our lives are not threatened. Um, we're not threatened right now by a governing body or uh, anything like that. We're definitely not surrounded by an enemy that is uh, fixing to invade us. Um, but we have to uh, think about that and kind of think of of the, the power of these words and and the resolve that that they're that they're singing this song uh, in what they're in the midst of. And um, says uh, that we that God is our refuge and strength. Uh, so this is where uh, the psalm is. It's an abrupt. Um, Praise and exaltation of the Lord. Uh, it is a statement of total dependence uh, on the Lord. And it reflects um, two of the attributes of God that we've been studying on Wednesday night. Um, we can see that um, His omniscience and omnipresence here. Um, because we've got, the, we've got the strength. And of course the psalm is going to keep going and keep driving the strength of the Lord and the power uh, that He has and the, uh, the ever-presence uh, that He is of us and more so of a presence with action that we'll see here uh, later on. But uh, God is, and this is, this is in the present tense, He is uh, where we need Him, uh, when we need Him. And the Lord, this term for Lord here, this is Elohim. Uh, this is the same uh, first uh, words of Genesis 1-1 where God creates the heavens and the earth. We see uh, the, the term, the El is the Almighty and Elohim is the plural form of that. And the, we know that the Mount says Hebrew uh, dictionary says that, that it's a plural of majesty a plural in form, but uh, singular in meaning with a focus on great power. So this is where we're starting out. We're talking about um, the God of great power that is exercising His power um, is the fortress that, um, that these people are going to take refuge in uh, and take the protection in. And he says... Um, when you're uh, when you're fighting a war uh, that you can't win, uh, this is the God uh, that we take refuge in. 
this is why the therefore uh, is therefore in verse 2. Uh, it says, therefore, we will not fear, uh, though the earth should change, and though the mountains should slip into the heart of the sea, uh, though its waters uh, roar and foam, though the mountains uh, quake with swelling pride. Uh, Steve Lawson um, was doing a study of this, and uh, he, uh, he titles... Um, he titles this devotion that he was doing as Unafraid and Unmoved. And um, with resolve, we see Israel uh, sings, uh, We will not fear, uh, even though the world is changing around us, and, and not in a good way, but literally falling apart. Um, Steve says that this is uh, the most uh, positive negative statement. Uh, it is fitting uh, to have this statement uh, in this song. Uh, this is something that has to be repeated over and over. Um, believers in the Lord uh, have to teach that uh, to their children. Um, being unafraid uh, is not natural. Uh, in hardly any circumstances, it's really unnatural. But especially serious uh, circumstances. And um, especially uh, in a time of danger, uh, this is a song of praise to the Lord, but is also a type of song uh, that has to be sung until we believe it. Uh, we have to do this, you know, repetitively because we can say we're not afraid and it doesn't take much to change that. Uh, we, change, we change our minds uh, when it comes to fear of opposition or, you know, any, what, what's going to come up tomorrow uh, we may have to be reminded of this. And then by Wednesday, we may have to be reminded again. And that resolve in this song, um, I think, is very important because, as I said, that they're singing that to the Lord, but they're also uh, singing that to themselves, that they're identifying uh, the stance that they're taking, uh, they're, they're identifying their trust, and that they're, they're putting their trust in the Lord. And... You know, I don't know if they were going towards war. I mean, you, you, you may have soldiers with, you know, spears in their hand, you know, singing this song. Um, it's quite possible this could have been preparing for battle um, or, or of uh, trying to defend uh, their adversary. Um, we see this a lot in the Psalms. It says, Oh Lord, how uh, may how my adversaries have increased at Psalm uh, 3.1 and 3.6. It says, I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people who have sent, who have set themselves against me round about. Uh, Psalm 23.4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalm 27, 13 says, I, will have, uh, I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Here in verse um, 2 and 3, we, hear, we see the word though, uh, though the waters uh, roar and foam and though the mountains uh, quake with swelling pride. Um, we see that um, 
appearing uh, four times uh, throughout this. And it's to describe the changes around us, uh, the world changes, and our lives change. But uh, Steve taught this, uh, his devotional during the COVID um, quarantine, uh, during the time that we had just pretty much shut our doors for everything. And so um, he was asked that he, he, his Wednesday night or his morning Bible study, I think it's on Wednesday, but I think he may have done it every day at that time. But um, he would, he would uh, teach for just a little while, then he would take some live Q&A. And someone asked him, uh, how are we to do this? You know, how are we to not fear? Uh, and, and how are we to uh, put our trust in the Lord and, and in a sense practice this to get better at this? And uh, he, made, he made an interesting statement. And he said that for every uh, glance we get at the news, that we should uh, give ten gazes to the Lord. Uh, to not, we can't totally tune ourselves out of the world and what's going on in the world, um, but we can um, manage our time as and um, spend time with. Our priorities, which should be uh, the word of the Lord, instead of uh, just flipping through, you know, bad news after bad news after bad news, uh, but to look um, to the Lord and realizing that in the midst of all this bad news, God's plan is still going to be carried out. <clears throat> it says here in verse four that there's a river in order um, in order to take over the city. In the ancient times, the opposing army would surround the city and dam up the river to cut off the water supply. Uh, the enemy could basically just sit and wait. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a contrast uh, to the raging waters of verse 3. Uh, this city of God uh, refers, the city of God refers to all believers and uh, all of the believers are in a point, uh, a part of this rule and reign in his city. This river is not raging, but rather flowing to supply whatever we need. Uh, the river consists of, of God's grace and ministry of the Holy Spirit uh, that supplies exactly what we need in times of devastation. Uh, this includes uh, deliverance here on earth but also uh, in death, if that's the Lord's will. The two lines of uh, verse 4 uh, tells us that uh, God indwells His people uh, living uh, here on this. He says the holy, uh, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. So this is a little bit um, in the shadows here, but... With us living on this side of the cross, uh, we can uh, we have more about this revealed to us. Um, in First uh, Corinthians uh, six six nineteen says, "Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, in that." You are not your own. So those two statements um, 
the grammar of that are their present active indicative terms uh, is to show that the, that the action happens uh, in the present time and that, that the subject carries out the action and that it is a true statement. And so that is showing us that, that God, we should know, we're commanded to know that God does live within us and that we belong to Him. In verse 5, in the midst of her, uh, this literally means uh, inside or in an internal sense. Uh, she, she, uh, she or believers will not be moved uh, because God will help her uh, and or sustain her. When it refers to, it says, when the morning dawns, uh, this uh, is the most vulnerable time of a city at war. Uh, this is when attacks are most likely to occur. Uh, God helps us uh, when we need Him the most. Here are, here are some of the examples that God uh, literally did this. In Exodus uh, 14, uh, 26 through 27, says, uh, Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may come back over the Egyptians, uh, over the Egyptians, over their chariots and their horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to the normal state at daybreak when the Egyptians uh, were fleeing right into it. Then the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Also in uh, Isaiah 37, 36, it says, Then the angel of the Lord went out and struck 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. And when men arose early in the morning, behold, all of these were dead. So we see uh, literal... Uh, fulfillments of that and when God does that in, uh, in the morning, uh, which was uh, perfect timing. Here in verse 6, uh, where the, the nations uh, made an uproar. This is, uh, these, these two lines here are just Hebrew parallelism where they're basically saying the same thing uh, repetitively. Uh, this is a this is just powerful nations uh, threatening each other. Uh, the results uh, are kingdoms tottered. Uh, this is the world uh, that we live in. Kingdoms fall uh, from time to time. Some country is always threatening or intimidating another. Right now, arguably, uh, China is a bigger threat to us now than Russia was during the Cold War. But that is... Uh, there's always something like that going on. Here we have uh, where God steps in. It says, and God raised his voice. Um, Steve Austin says that this is God speaking in the affairs of providence. Uh, this is God intervening into our lives. Even though powerful nations cause an uproar, uh, God always has the last word. And, of course, we see the results of this. Um, and this is not a, 
God's Word in a sense of, of Holy Scripture, but this is God actively um, stepping in and speaking. Uh, and, and of course, the result of that is the earth melted because uh, this shows the weakness and frailty of even the most powerful, that no matter what, uh, no one is a match for the Lord. The Lord of hosts is with us. Um, this shows uh, his, trans, his transcendence and His eminence. Uh, this is an interesting uh, way of describing this because the Lord of hosts is a way of showing that God is high and lifted up. Uh, Lord of hosts, this is the host or our armies. And so God is in command of the highest armies. So He is at, this, at the highest level of authority, of course. But at the same time, <clears throat> it's very important that we understand He's still with us. And so it's not either or, but it's a both and. He's as high as He can be, but yet He's right here with us. He is our stronghold. And this is... Um, the, the stronghold is just... Physically, a an elevated, uh, fortified uh, position. Uh, Psalm nine, verse nine, uh, says that um, the Lord also will be a stronghold uh, for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Uh, nine, nine, ten says, and those who know you, who know your name, will put their trust in you, for you, O Lord have not forsaken those who seek you. So this is what um, all believers do. They put uh, their trust in the Lord. That's easy to say, but only believers can do that. Psalm uh, 48.3 says, God uh, in her places has made himself known uh, as a stronghold. Here in verse 8, um, it says, Come, uh, behold uh, the works of the Lord who has wrought uh, desolations in the earth. This is, uh, Steve would title this one, uh, that he is working and warring. Uh, come literally means uh, to walk. Or to come over here, you know, come over here, pay attention to what God is doing. To uh, intentionally pay attention uh, to what God is doing. And sometimes we neglect to think about that. We, um, we have to, but we have to on purpose think about whatever the situation is that God is working in that. Because he's always doing something. He's always working. Uh, Psalm uh, 66, 5 says, Come and see the works of the Lord, um, who is awesome in His deeds uh, toward the sons of men. God is constantly working in the lives of His people. Verse 9, uh, God can only take uh, so much, so He steps in on behalf of His people. And this is where God is warring uh, on behalf of his people and 
A good example of that uh, is in Acts 9. Uh, Saul is waging war against God's people. And we know this text very well. We know that God himself took that very personally. Uh, God wanted the gospel to be preached uh, throughout the world. But uh, Saul was doing, uh, until he returned, and so Saul was doing a good job at stopping that uh, from happening. But before uh, the foundation of the world, God knew what he would do with Saul. He didn't kill him, but he was gracious. But instead, uh, he got his attention, to say the least. He changed Saul. He changed his heart. Now Paul changed his name and changed sides. So that's one way. And of course, we know what God did uh, after that with, with Paul. God does not always uh, deliver this way. Uh, many believers often receive the ultimate delivery in death uh, where they are instantly in the presence of their Savior. And of course, this is probably the most popular verse. Uh, ESV and uh, King James and ESV will still translates this, uh, be still and know that I am God. Um, but it's uh, cease striving is what the NAS and uh, your newer translations will say to, to cease striving. Um, this is interesting here because this is, what, this is God directly speaking now. And he says, um, it's, in, it's, it's two imperative verbs, uh, to cease and know. Uh, in Hebrew, the word striving is really not in there. So... It's, it's, a, it's a strong command. Stop it. Just stop. And uh, that, is, uh, that is our command uh, to, just, oh, to just stop and realize who the Lord is. And um, Steve had said that, um, that when we say we believe in God, but when we worry, uh, we are practicing atheists. And so that was uh, definitely a, a convicting uh, thing to think about there. But he's saying, you know, stop striving. Know that I am God. And then it goes back uh, to the refrain or chorus type thing where it says, uh, the Lord of hosts is with us. Uh, the Lord, of, the God of Jacob is our stronghold. And uh, that concludes uh, the psalm after, and we see the different uh, things that we, we walk through from uh, that we won't be afraid, and then at the end, um, we're not to, we're to continue to not worry and to not be in a panic, uh, which, you know, listening to Steve Lawson do this uh, during COVID, I, you know, I could definitely see how um, at that time, uh, I, I wish more people uh, would have known about that because I didn't even know about it at that time. Uh, but this study would have been a good thing to have walked through um, during uh, the time. But we we can still today realize and, and look and see what the Lord is doing because 
you know, we know people that have died, but we, we should all be thankful because we've all survived it. Uh, and uh, when, when something else comes up, uh, we know uh, He's still with us. He's still our refuge. Um, and He still uh, has the power and is in uh, total control, even though everything is uh, falling apart. Let's pray.